All right. Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton. Thank you very much for listening to us, for subscribing to us. You better be subscribing to us because if you're not, there's going to be hell to pay this Sunday <laughs> night. No. Uh, joining us this evening, we're recording this on Tuesday night. Joining me tonight, Scotty K, SYP creator Scott. Scott, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing well. I will say I'm swamped in school, but I'm happy to take a study break and be on this unreal podcast. So, like Ian said, if you don't subscribe, you are going anyways. Yeah, well, I'll save the rest for up for debate. We may or may not slash your tires. That rumor is unconfirmed. It's going to be really tough for people who don't drive, who listen to this podcast. We'll have to get at you. Just slash their bus, their, their bus tires, whatever bus they take. I'm going to take the 97 at UBC. A lot of people you guys know. 97 slash those tires. That's I think I took that bus route one time. Is that the one that takes downtown? That you? Yeah. Go- yeah. I think I went to that. I think I used that to go to a Rockets game, and it was fucking cold by the time I uh, got back on the way up to UBCO. There you go. 10 out of 10 would not recommend that on a February night. Um. First, so first off, uh, I have to shout out the Steve Dangle podcast. Uh, our, I don't know if we can call them bros. I don't know if we can call them friends, but um, they know who we are. They're aware of us. Um, so pretty much if you don't know what happened on Friday, no, Thursday, on their Thursday podcast, I published it on Friday, but on Thursday on their podcast, uh, they sponsored us in the their uh, Who Wore the Crown segment, which essentially... Just I made a donation to Sick Kids Foundation in Toronto, which is essentially like the BC Children's Hospital equivalent um, to sponsor this segment and talk about Speak Your Peace. Uh, I listen to the podcast pretty frequently, so it was a no-brainer for me. And again, shout out to Steve Angle, Adam Wilde, Jesse Blake, shout out to those guys for uh, sponsoring us, giving us a, a name and a place to talk about speaker piece and sharing my story too because i'm a pretty important person i like to think um so yeah just a quick shout out to start the pod with them that was yeah when i when i, I didn't see, i had no idea but when i saw it, i was like damn that's super that is super cool and the fact that you're like you know obviously donation to sick kids is super cool and obviously i know your story very well but some people don't and i think you know there's a lot to applaud on that so good on you for doing that and getting that support and we're we're only getting bigger so go go SYP. We might have to be a Maple Leafs podcast since I think like they're technically a Maple Leafs podcast and they recruit a lot of Toronto people, Toronto listeners. So we might have to turn into a Maple Leafs podcast. Let's be real. We're a Vancouver Canucks podcast, but no, neither. we no, we're not a Canucks podcast. We're not a Canucks podcast. We are a hockey. We're we're like a a, a sports pod that touches on hockey mostly. Mostly talk about Canucks. Sometimes talk about Canucks. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's our fan base, though. We have to remember that's most of Yeah, that, that's our demo uh, here in Vancouver. Yep. Well, I'm based in Vancouver. You're in, in, BC. in BC. In BC, that's kind of our demo, except for like the three people who follow us in Alberta. But um, I, I should also uh, mention, speaking of Canucks, uh, I, I posted my top three favorite Canucks on the SYP Instagram story. Uh, and I got a little bit of hate for that because... So I put Thatcher Demko as my number three with a question mark. Like the third one is kind of like up in the, like I have my two, Quinn Hughes, Niels Hoglander. Those are my two. I'm honestly surprised. I I saw this. I'm surprised you didn't have Miller there. Who's American. And he's actually a beast. But JT Miller is so obvious. So who cares? As a fit, no, as a fit, I like to have guys who are like a little under the radar. And then I put Quinn Hughes number one. 
But um, yeah, he's not under uh, the radar by any means. Uh, someone, I think it was uh, uh, Katie Reddy, who said, "Why isn't Brock uh, the number three? Why isn't Brock on the list?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Brock can be on the list. He's also American. I like Brock. I think he's a great player. I think he leads the team in scoring too. By the way, he leads the team in goals at least." Leads the team in goals, and I said Brock can make my list if we have a puppy play date. Uh, Caslow and his dog is his dog, uh, Phoebe. Phoebe? I, I, there's I, a bunch of them who have a like, cute dogs, and yeah, uh, Bo, Bo's got a, a French bulldog, I think. Troy Stetcher had uh, he's in Detroit, uh, he's in Detroit, Detroit. but he, 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 anyways, I'm just anyway. saying, if Bro, Brock Besser. He can be my favorite Canuck if we have a puppy play date one time. So just, just willing adding to existence. Um, let's speaking of Canadian teams. I have a hot take for you because we're going to yeah. start, we're going to yeah. start, we're going to start with the Ottawa senators. What's your hot take? Bring it. So Bring I, I have been kind of saying this for like a couple days now, but I think the senators are the most fun team in Canada to watch. Just in general, like the general vibe of the team is fun. Okay. Um, and I and I have three reasons why. I have laid out three reasons let's, why I think. Let's you, hear it. Let's hear it. So, I'm excited. So one, I think the Senators have some really great prospects playing for them right now. Obviously, your boy Stutzla is uh, just killing it. He had a, a nasty backhand pass. To, was it Batherson the other night? Batherson. That was too nice, man. That was really and that kid's 19, like he's younger than us, and he's pulling that move against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Morgan Riley, but anyways, whatever. It's not buzzing. Whatever. Uh, Brady Kachuk, obviously, is really fucking good. We know you're a simp for him. Okay. I, I'm a simp for Brady Kachuk. Drake Batherson actually is really good, too. Josh Norris, I've really liked the last few yeah. games. Yeah. Thomas Shabbat, obviously, is really good. Like, the Joey Decord score story is really cool as well. Yeah, that was, that was I watched the game. Super cool. He pl- he played very well. He shut down their – he more or less kept the Leafs – well, okay, the team played a really good defensive game, but the fact that he made saves when he needed to was huge, and all the goals he gave up were like – he was literally like swimming in the net, and there's nothing he could have done. And I I wanted to say, like, this team has a bunch of great prospects, Decord yeah. being one of them. So they have a lot of – good players that are fun to watch yeah that are still growing still improving still getting oh, better for sure and the thing you mentioned batherson batherson is, is a guy that i think gets slept on way too much put him he could almost be a first line winger on a, on some team put him with a good center and a good winger man the kid can score you look i think you guys remember watching 2018 world juniors i was yeah he, he was automatic in that tournament he scored man, so many goals I was good. Well, and, and part of that it was that wasn't he playing like a bottom six role on that team? Yes, he was. He was, third, he was third line. Yeah. Third line, and I, I think people kind of just thought he was a bit of a bust, and he was a bit slow to develop. And because of his role with World Juniors, and because of you know how can he make Ottawa? But I mean, I love Batherson. Like that kid's obviously really good. Alex Formerton is also was on that yeah, team. He's still and, helpful. He's not even on the team, but he'll be good too. Yeah, he should be good as well. So. Ottawa, really fun prospects. I like their prospects. They have, they have a bright future, for sure. Especially if they can find a like dominant starting goalie that isn't named Matt Murray. I think they're going to be sitting pretty, for sure. Because they've got prospects everywhere else but in the net. So that goes kind of to my second thing. This team had little to no expectations. 
So when oh, they, they have nothing to lose, they have so literally they, nothing. To lose. They have nothing to lose. So when they go on a losing streak, it isn't a major catastrophe like it is for every other Canadian team that has gone on a losing streak this year. Yeah, because we know they're not they're not going to win games. They're not going to win a lot of games. That they definitely won't make the playoffs. And that was something we said from the for the very top from our preview show. And it's it's just not going to happen. But they you know they can play spoiler. They can develop the young guys. Get give them some ice time. Give them some you know experience that way. And it's it's that the Sens fans got to know that. And it's it's working out well. So. Well, that's just it. They're not crushed by overwhelming expectations. Like this team no, exactly. can just go out and just play and have fun. And it doesn't matter. And sometimes you beat the Maple Leafs like you did on Sunday night, but then you lose the Canucks like you did on Monday night. Exactly. It, it, it just, you're not crushed by expectations. It's not that big of a deal if you lose. So that's why I like this team not having the expectations and, you know, they are smiling. Like, they look like they're having fun, too. Like, they look like they enjoy playing with one another. Yeah. I think there's a good room there. I think they're really, like, we, I mean, we can talk about Buffalo later, but I think you just compare, like, there's just such animosity in Buffalo. And Ottawa's, like, I guess Buffalo's different because they expected to be like, playing better and winning. Ottawa mm-hmm. didn't have like, those expectations. They have some veterans that are there just, you know, helping the young kids. I think the, the veteran guys are kind of, like, they really appreciate being able to bring those guys up and like kind of lead them and help them become bottom flight in NHLers. And I think it's, I think uh, credit to Pierre Dorian, people are giving him a lot of shit in the last few years for how he's handled the team, trading away some of their assets like Stone, Hoffman, some of their young up and coming good players. Pajot. Um, Pajot, yeah, Pajot was another one too. Um, but again, like good for him for really giving hard reset get some prospects. Schutzler is going to be fantastic. Um, and again, they're going to get another high pick this year. So maybe they take Jesper Wallstead, like fourth or fifth overall. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have any problem with that. I, that makes a ton of sense. Neither, neither would I. That's kind of what I'm thinking might happen. So. so my third reason for the Senators being the most fun team in Canada, the sickos meme is the best thing in hockey right now. Where so if you don't so it's so one. the song with Keith Yandel that's come on no 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 Sickos is ten times better than Zonk one hundred percent that no I that's not even a debate no because here's the thing so Sickos if you don't know what that is so essentially um, where I first saw it anyways uh, Sean McAdoo who works for the Athletic in, in Canadian was mm-hmm. talking about the Senators being. Um, I think it was on Twitter. He talked about the senators being a team that is like caused coaching firings and, you know, they've kind of just been this, you know, ruin everybody else's season type team. Right. So that makes sense. So with that, this, somebody replied to to Sean, to Sean McAdoo, somebody replied with the, um, like the sickos meme of the guy, but he's wearing Ottawa gear. And he's saying, yes, ha, 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 yes. And like Sean, I think, retweeted it. And now it's like the biggest thing in Ottawa, biggest thing in hockey almost. And they have put all of these sicko like people behind the visitor's penalty box, which you saw on Sunday against yeah. the Maple Leafs. I didn't see that, yeah. And then DJ Smith in the post-game interview, when asked about this, DJ Smith was like, 
uh yeah it's pretty great yes <laughs> yeah like like this is so fun it's literally just an internet joke an internet meme that is yeah. taken off and it's it kind of like just stupid humor like it shouldn't be funny but it is it is it's total gen z humor and it's just work and it's funny and it's the senators of all teams and it's awesome like the sickos meme that that's got to be up there at like best thing in hockey right now without a doubt in my, there, in I my money. but anyways yeah it's that's a good story and i think you know it, it makes again that's part you know part of what we talked about before like the, the room's light in that in ottawa and there isn't a lot of like animosity like the guys don't pay each other there's there's a collective like i don't know they're just happy to be there and they're happy to come work hard and they're going to upset some teams because they mm-hmm. are up and coming and they're going to have some nights like they did on sunday and they're going to play a full 60 minutes and lock down the well, best team in the NHL and the North at least. Bonus point for the Ottawa Senators because they went back to their old logo and they have decent jerseys this year. Their jerseys are nasty. I like so, the black as their um, home, they're like home, their actual home jerseys. Yes. Their reverse retros are okay, but yeah. middle of the pack. But I mean, their actual home and away jerseys when they went back to the Jersey yeah. when they went to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, they're OG. Yeah. Yes, they're, they're, they actually are sick for sure. So that that's why the Ottawa Senators are the most fun team in Canada. Yeah. Uh, hey, I don't I'm not disagreeing with you there. I think like you said, they have some fun pieces. I love Stritzel, I love Batherson. Shabbat's always obviously good. Maybe he'll win a Norris at some point. Maybe not this year, but he'll win a Norris at some point for sure. Anyway, so let's move on to uh, our next topic, uh, the Calgary Flames and yeah. Daryl Sutter. So the, the Flames are 3-0 and since Sutter took over. I said last night, because our, our buddy Bradley yeah. asked us about the Frank Flames, and I said last night, I haven't really – this team doesn't actually really look that different to me. They still look like a, a, a good team who's just been playing their role. They don't do anything. They don't look. They don't do anything great, but they don't do anything bad. Like they're a very average. They do a lot of things well, but not as great as you want them to be. Well, here's the thing with the Flames now, and the thing it's hard to notice. I watched. I watched clips of a game um, a couple nights ago, and it's very. They're different in the way that they're just now that much more harder to play against, and that's making the difference. Is before they were letting shots through. They're like they're letting guys into the middle of the slot. It's just not, they're clogging up the middle. There's nothing happening. All the shots are coming from the outside. And when you have a goalie like Markstrom in that, like, good luck. You're not getting the puck by very easily. And they're, like, you noticed it in the game. I remember in the Battle of Alberta game, I think it was either this weekend or the weekend before, before Sutter was, like, brought in, like, mm-hmm. form- formally. Like, they worked their ass off that game. They were, like, throwing bodies. And it was like, it looked like a playoff game. Um, and I think that's translated to um, the bit of their success and that they've been working that much harder because they're tr- working one, they're trying to prove to their coach that 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 player deserves to be there. But also the fact that these players like need, you know, they, there are good players there and they need to be coached properly. And that's what Brad and I talked about. It's like all the coaches up to, um, what's that, I forgot, totally forget his name, Sutter coming in, um, like, up until that, they're all they weren't proven coaches. Jeff Word, Glenn Gullitson, um, Bob Hartley. None of these guys are really proven coaches, like in the NHL. 
Brent Sutter is like the one, or sorry, uh, not Brent Sutter. Um, Daryl Sutter, but I have, a great, I have a great Brent Sutter story I can tell at another time, but Daryl yeah. Sutter anyways. Daryl Sutter, yeah. So Daryl Sutter, he's bona fide NHL like two, two times Stanley Cup winner with Los Angeles and I think probably another team as well. Um, but, no, just, it was just LA. He won both times with LA. Yeah, just LA. So, like, he's the first bona fide coach the team's had it probably since Brad was in, like, elementary school, which is, like, five, seven, like, six, seven years ago now. So, that's not even a hot take. That's a fact. That's probably true. You know, yeah. so I have some stats for you. Bring it. The Flames are 3-0 and since Sutter yep. took over. They beat the Oilers last night 4-3. Yeah. They have not trailed since he took over. Really? They've been tied, obviously, but they haven't trailed. Tied, but never trailed. Okay. That's since awesome. Sutter took over. And as of this recording, again, Tuesday night, uh, currently two, boi- two points back of Montreal for the final playoff spot. Habs have an extra game in hand. It just seems yeah. like, I, I know watching last night against Edmonton or watching Monday, mm-hmm. um, Again, they just seem to be playing their roles better. Like they just seem yeah. like, like they just seem to like they know what they're doing. And I think it's, I think like I said before, it's more about they're being coached better and their yeah. players being coached properly and they're playing the roles they should. And I think you nailed it on the head. They're playing how they should. And they, I think we mentioned that they'd be like a bubble playoff team. Yeah, they're definitely a fringe playoff team. I think I had them making the playoffs. I you, yeah, but I mean. I don't know. Hopefully it continues. Um, I, I think the Flames have the talent to be a playoff team. Um, Sutter might just will this team into being a playoff team, but yeah, I mean, their defense core is very good, and they have a very they're they're really built well, like in net and also on the back end. Their forward group is questionable. Oh, as a whole, Kachuk's good, Dubay's good, Lindholm's good. Outside I mean, of that, it's very like. I do, well, I just wanted to also say they spent a whole bunch of money in the offseason, like between Markstrom and Tanev. Like there is kind of that incentive to go and win right now. Like it, it will very much be a disappointment if they follow up last year's stinker to Dallas by spending a whole bunch of money this offseason, firing a coach and still missing the playoffs. Yeah, I agree with you there for sure. So we'll see about the Flames. Again, I – They'll make the playoffs because I got a blasty jersey, so I have to say that I'm obligated to say that they'll make the playoffs. But um, you your Kachuk number on there, buddy. Yeah, we'll get to get we'll get we'll get that on there soon. Or yeah. maybe maybe Dustin Wolf if uh, he gets the starting gig. And oh, you want to put Wolf, Wolfie on the back? Yeah. Maybe we'll put a Wolfie on the back. Um, um, another team I want to talk about is the Vegas Golden Knights because. <laughs> We don't talk about them enough. We don't talk about them enough. Uh, I think you had them at least making the finals, if not winning the cup this year. They're winning, they're winning the cup. They're, they're winning gonna, the cup? They're going to be in six games. So they're first in the Honda West division right now. No, that's right. Shout out Honda. Uh, they have a plus 28 goal differential, which, again, as of Tuesday night, is second best in the league. Tampa Bay has 35. And, and Fleury, Marc-Andre Fleury has been a Vesna, if not a heart trophy contender with how he's played this season. Yeah. I mean I wouldn't say hard, but Vesna for sure. I mean, dude has a 936 save percentage, a 177 goals against average, 15 and 5 record, 
But his road record is even more impressive. He's seven and three on the road, 942 save percentage on the road, three mm-hmm. shutouts on the road. I mean, I I might I might be looking at Marc Andre Fleury differently. We'll we'll discuss some more Vesna candidates later on, but Marc Andre Fleury deserves some some more credit than what he's got. I for sure. I think he there's you know. You gotta appreciate a guy that is as old as he is. He's what 35, 36 now? He's getting and, up. And very much written off, I think, by quite a few people after last season. Like I think we all thought that Robin sure. Leonard was gonna be the guy. Well, again, you have to remember in Vegas, they have two elite goaltenders. Leonard's I would consider elite, and Flurry's been elite since he came in the league, really, in 04. Mm-hmm. Like he's been terrific. And you, you know, he's had years where he hasn't been great. People are like, oh, you know, Flurry's done. His career, his career's over. Like, this guy's going to be a backup now. It's not the case. He's, he's a talented goaltender, and, man, that guy likes Las Vegas. The, uh, the, the look back on Marc-Andre Fleury's career is going to be really fascinating when we look yeah. back on his career. And mm-hmm. people when people, like, rem- like, remember when he was with Pittsburgh and they were having that you – know, the struggles against Columbus in that one playoff series and people are like this guy's dude and, and this, this dude can't play anymore like this guy's not a prime time performer you need to get rid of him yeah and Matt Murray comes along and the whole the whole shebang but um yeah. I mean Fleury has just been incredible I can't say enough about Marc-Andre Fleury and his performance this year oh he's terrific yeah oh for sure and again it helps that he's on a very good team that is very well built mm-hmm. however he still have to stop pucks, and he's been doing that. Like you said, he's got a 935-plus save percentage, better on the road. Like, that, man, that that top three, top four, if you include Minnesota in the West Division, is going to be entertaining. I mean, also, kudos to Vegas. They have three guys with at least 10 goals this season in Pacioretty. Let me, let me, let me name them. Pacioretty, Stone, and Carlson. Nope. Marshall So. Nope. Oh, uh, Smith. Really Smith. Nope. Really? Alex uh, Tuck has 13 goals for, oh. for Vegas this season. If what? you if you picked up Alex Tuck in fantasy hockey this year, uh, you should be winning your league. There is no excuse for you not to be winning your league. You've, you've done something, unless you drafted him in the first five rounds. Then you're like... Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good pick. He's always... A, he's just always... Ever since I... Well, Kate, I remember there's a, a shoot move in Minnesota where he like talked it between his legs and he like dragged it all the way around the goalie. It was his, he was Minnesota at the time and people were like, okay, this guy's like got sick hands and he's big, but he can't skate. But turns out he can skate and he's pretty good. And he's been a very good player on the third line of Las Vegas since their cup final run. I mean, I, again, like we talked about at the beginning of the year, it, it's cup or bust with them. Like they, they, like, oh, for sure. yeah, they, they need to be going to the finals. this year. If they aren't in the finals this year, that's going to be a very disappointing performance. I think if they don't get out of the second round, they'll be, it'll be disappointing. If they get to the third round and like, yeah, but you're, you're right. No, you're right. They should be, they should be at the cup, cup final realistically. Um, any other hockey NHL teams, players you want to mention or shout out this week? I mean, I, I mentioned quickly touched on Buffalo. We can get into them another pod, or maybe we'll get them at the end of the season. But man, they, what, a, what a, I don't want to say the F bomb, but what a train wreck in that town. I mean, the Taylor. I don't know if you saw Taylor Hall tonight. Took a slap shot to the face. I did not see uh, that. He he hurt. He got hurt, but he didn't. He came back. Jack Eichel's out. Saber. So the Sabers. How many losses have the Sabers had in a row? 
I guess uh, it's up to 11 or 12 now. They lost to New Jersey tonight, so it's 12. Oh. Um, and that's what that's I would they should be. They should be in that division. And he shares out for three weeks, so he's on. He didn't even play tonight. Captain Nico Heischer. Yes, Captain Still Nico Heischer. Um, also, I should shout out my Detroit Red Wings, who defeated the Carolina Hurricanes Tuesday night 4-2. Uh, we are now the best team in the league. No doubt about it. Of course, yeah. Well, we beat Tampa on Thursday, and then we beat <laughs> Carolina tonight. So, I mean, uh, two, of the la- two of the last three games ended in dubs against arguably two of the best teams in the league. Uh, Philip Peronik finally scored his first uh, goal of the season tonight. Uh, empty netter, actually, but he scored his first goal of the season. Go Wings. Go Wings. Haters going to hate. Um, my Ducks wore the reverse retros for the first time this season. Um, yeah, that's about, that's been, that's been about the... Actually, I was going to ask you, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I was going to save that for a good, bad, or insert adjective here. Hey, but I thought... Hey, we'll save it, save it. All save right, it, save all right, we'll save it. that for later. Um... Any other hockey-related? I mean, I should mention hockey-related. The Everett Silver Tips, the WHL, uh, is back in the U.S. this weekend. Yeah. The, the Silver, w- tip, Silver Tips. I think it's starting in B.C. pretty soon as well. Uh, I have to check. I'll check the schedule right now. But, yeah, they're going to be starting in B.C. pretty soon. They've already been playing in Regina because that's where the hub is for the Central Division. Uh, the or The East Division, excuse me. The Central is in Alberta. Uh, the Central, they've just been going from place to place, playing among teams. Uh, yeah, uh, March 26th, I believe, is... Um, For BC? BC. Cool. And, yeah, Easter in Regina, Central, they're traveling. The U.S. are going to be traveling all around from place to place. Uh, and then the BC, they're going to be, be... Their hubs are in Kelowna and Kamloops. So uh, go check out some WHL hockey. Go check out, you know... Dub hockey, yeah. if you get the opportunity, obviously virtually, nobody can go to games, but uh, go check it out virtually. On Shout your local Shaw Network. <laughs> oh, we're going back that far, Shaw Network? I think uh, they're still on there when they're running. I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. They haven't been on oh. Shaw in years. Anyways. Um, I, a peak Shaw moment for me was watching the Silvertips beat Kelowna uh, in Kelowna on Shaw. It was the rare game where they had an American team on Shaw. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There you go. They didn't usually do that, but, uh, but they hey, did this time. now you work now you work for them, so you get their games access for free anyways. So. I do. I do. Uh, I actually well actually um yeah. I also got a, a sweet media discount for the actual WHL TV itself for the WHL Live. I got a sweet media discount. So uh we may have to watch whatever their mem cup's gonna look like. I am. I don't. I can't see them doing a Mem Cup or a. a well, doing like something like championship-ish type. For, you, no. I. Yeah. I mean. Hmm. That would be one of the big. That would be a really big step for Canada. Is if we did a, a championship type thing. I feel like for the yeah. for the for the Mem Cup. Uh, it was cool. it was supposed to take place in either I believe Oshawa, or. Uh, Sue St. Marie, I think it was one of the I think it's, it's I think Sue was 21. I okay. think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, sh- shout out the dub. Who knows when when the OHL is gonna start playing again? <laughs> uh, and I think I think the Q might be back already. If they if they aren't, they're gonna come back soon. I think uh, they're already going. I think they've been going for the whole time or for a lot of the time at least. Yeah, for a lot of the time they've been going. So uh go check out the silver tips, go check out the dub. Uh they'll be uh kicking off this weekend. Um 
should we move on to uh, some uh, March Madness? Yeah, let's go. Let's go talk basketball. Because let's ta- let's talk basketball. Uh, March Madness. It's been twenty four fucking months since we've had a March Madness tournament. So you're going insane, basically, is what you're saying to me. I didn't know I needed March Madness until I saw the selection show on <laughs> Sunday. I like. I was like, huh. March Madness, this could be interesting this year. Who knows how this goes? And I saw, like... Um, yeah, we had March Madness last year. It just wasn't on the basketball floor. It was a different type of March Madness. Yeah, 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 exactly. But then, yeah. like, the, like, then I saw, like, oh, Gonzaga will be playing Norfolk State or a- Appalachian State. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't know. I need this. Please give me more. <laughs> ah! Um <laughs> So yeah, March Madness uh, this weekend. Uh, again, uh, be sure to take part in the SYP March Madness Challenge. Uh, basically, you just have to send us a bracket, um, your digital link or your photos of your printed version, whatever. Just send us a bracket, a copy of your bracket. That with we- your name on it. Please put your, your name, name on it. With your Thank name. You. Yeah. Um, you know, please follow SYP College if you can. I love. We love it if you please follow SYP College. If you don't tag two friends, at least share it in your story. Just promote the brand. This is all what it's for. Um, and the winner gets a case of White Claws. Uh, and if you're in an inconvenient location for myself to get you White Claws, I'll just e-transfer you the equivalent. So essentially, this is going to be a great SYP March Madness tournament where the winner gets White Claws. We get to watch sports. Um, we get to have like friendly wagering with one another. It's it's pretty lit. Hey, it's the March. It's the March content we were looking for for sure. We're uh, I think viewers don't know that we're taking a couple weeks off here for. Uh, finals and school stuff but that will be like our running content if you will so we, watch watch March, March, March Madness follow your bracket hopefully you're right so uh I got I got my bracket uh oh, how are you here. determining a winner uh so basically we do a point system okay uh as I put in the original post so essentially you get 10 points for every game you get right in the first um okay first round first round yep yeah. 20 points for the second round, 40 points for the third round. It basically just doubles each round. Uh, okay. It gets to the point where I think it's like 320 points if you pick the national champion. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of points. People. That's a lot of points. So basically it's a point system that I have okay. uh, that I have created. And essentially if you pick the national championship like team, you get 320 points. Um that's kind of what we're all playing for, for the most part. It, like, it, I mean, you might you might be lucky with like the first round games, but you the the real play is for the national championship. For sure, yeah, and that's what everyone's gonna get a gun for, of course. But I think there's a lot of games like in the second, third round. People, it's gonna be very hard because sometimes you'll get like upsets in the first and second round, and then your third round matchup doesn't even happen. Yeah, like the no, one exactly. you predicted. That's the thing. So that's the thing. It's gonna be very interesting to see what happens there for sure. I try to think before we talk more about March Madness, we actually preview it two things. I think my peak of March Madness was two different times. I had two different peaks for March Madness. Um, The first was in 2018, the year we graduated. 2018. Yep. uh, The year we graduated where we did uh, brackets among one another. Oh yes. I do remember that. And I was undefeated up until we left school that day on the Friday. Oh, right. Because it started on a Thursday, didn't it? So yes. you made it to like a perfect bracket and you I were hyped up and then you left mad. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so that was cool. Um, and then also I attended March Madness in 20, 
12, 2013, I think it was, uh, in San Diego. I'm going to pull that up. Uh, I went to San Diego to watch the Arizona Wildcats and Weber State University. Weber State. Where Damian Willard or Damian Lillard went to. Yeah, right. Of course. Um, and then I also saw. He's a, he's a good basketball player. He's, he's okay. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Uh, I didn't see Damian Lillard, obviously. I just saw his team that he used to play for. Uh, and and then I saw uh, Marcus Smart and his uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys play Gonzaga, I think it was. I think a good matchup. That was a good matchup. Uh, 2014, um, for, for me, sorry. I remember watching Kemba Walker with UConn. I remember he like yeah. basically carried that team to the end. The, the champion didn't they win no uh UConn lost I think to Kentucky but they were like they went to the final and they should they were like a middle seed they shouldn't have gone anywhere but they were yeah Kemba oh no you UConn beat Kentucky they did yeah, okay, yeah that was the same I, year I, that, was, that was the same year uh yeah I think yeah Kemba Walker was sick and he crossed he crossed up everyone and he knocked down every clutch shot you could I remember that was like the one of the first ones I ever watched and I was so lit same with uh, when I think Villanova won that mm-hmm. last second, like the little little chip handoff shot, and then drain it, and the bench goes nuts. They like, yeah, I, I, that was I think twenty sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, no, it, I mean, I want to say it was twenty sixteen. Okay, but I mean, there's been like that's the whole thing about March Madness that there's so many great moments and oh, it's spectacular. It, it's that's why it's one of the best tournaments, and I totally forgot that I needed it until I saw the selection show. Um, yeah. So we're gonna all right. Let's discuss six teams sure. that we that we want to win. Six teams that you want to that you want to win. Yeah. I'll start with you first. And again, I'll be like I'll be honest though. It's just full disclaimer. I've done a whole lot of research. Just been busy with other things, and but I just have six teams that have like kind of stuck out to me. I'm like these guys might have a shot. Um, I've got so are these six teams that you think are gonna win or that you want to win? That I want to win. There's also a bit of like. I guess there's not really any like thought to it. There's just six teams that really caught my eye when I looked sure. at, at sure. the bracket. Um, so start off with my boys, my Oregon Ducks, seventh seed in the west west part of the bracket. They're I think they're going to be a sleeper team. I think you're going to upset. Um, I'm not sure who the second seed in that on that side is. Iowa, Iowa. I I don't know if they'll beat Iowa because they got a guy named Luca Garza who we'll save for later. Yes. I'm saving him for later. Um, yes. I've got to chat about him, but. Um, I like, I like Oregon. They're going to, I don't know. They, oh, I just like the Oregon ducks. Um, Virginia university of Virginia is my second pick. They're fourth seed in the West bracket as well. Um, I, I hear the thing. I don't like Virginia partially, partially because they are the team that lost to UMBC. Like as a one seed, they lost to UMBC as UMBC as a 16th seed. And then, they I, they won the national title the year after. They did, and and it was like, yeah, we're national champions, and it's like, yeah, but you're also the team that, as a one seed, you lost to a sixteen seed, which has never happened before in the history of March Madness. So, hey, total roster turnover at this point. So totally different team. Yes, totally different team. But I'm just anyway, that's, that, that's why Virginia hate. There you go. They're the fourth seed in the West. If they win their matchup, they're probably going to play Gonzaga and get shredded. But we'll see what happens. Or no, if they yeah, if they win yeah, their they first, put, yeah, they'll lose to Gonzaga. Yeah, anyways, Gonzaga doesn't come out of that bracket. Anyways, um, let's move to uh, the south. We'll move very south. Uh, we'll talk Florida. Florida, Florida Gators. 
Yeah, Dave. Ooh. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on them? Florida? You're rooting for a Florida team? I wouldn't say I'm rooting for them, but they just caught my eye. They're a oh. team of interest. How about that? Team okay, all right. All right, that's fair. That's fair hey, enough. Team of, so I, I've got two seven seats here. I'm I'm banking on these seven seats. To do oh, some wow, okay. Yeah, seven, hey, seven's a good, a good safe spot to be because they should beat the 10th seed. And the second seeds are always like sometimes fuzzy, you know? You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. I get what you're saying. I get where you're coming you see, from. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. So, okay. Anyways, enough about seven seeds. Um, then we're gonna we're gonna go to Villanova, who I talked about just briefly mentioned their game winner and they won the championship 2017 or 18, I think it was. They won like within the last five years. Villanova last five years. Yeah. In since we we're in high school. Um, they actually Jay Wright, really smart coach. Like Jay Wright is one of the smartest coaches, and they've had some good recruiting. Uh, talent and they're out. always well coached yeah I, I found they're always like fundamentally super sound yeah. um never i've watched their game specifically it's only a few but they just i remember they're always solid um and there's two two teams in the east that caught my eye um michigan number one seed can hard to beg it's the wolverines um they're probably favorites to win this year We're yeah there. yeah they're up there they're up, up there up there with gonzaga and um Probably Baylor. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, my other team's at Alabama. Football school. Second seed in in an NCAA March Madness tournament. Who knew? They're a football school, but I'm they're here on my list. So go Crimson Tide, I guess. More tide. Are you are you planning to party at the University of Alabama at some point? Like are you I'm planning? I'm planning to never go to Alabama if I don't have to. Oh, okay. Wow, that's that's not the take I was expecting from you. <laughs> um actually no, I would go check out Alabama. It seems like a pretty dope campus, but uh my uh my my buddy ian got in a bit of uh trouble at the university of alabama i don't think he listens to the podcast but he he got in a bit of trouble at the university of alabama so. for doing, are you allowed to tell us for what um uh so it involved marijuana okay yeah it, invo- it involved marijuana it's um, something which is, you know, not the, it's, it's here's the thing. It's not that bad here where we are in Canada. It's just in Alabama. It's uh, not, uh, not legal, not very acceptable to be mm. doing the mar- marijuana in, uh, in Alabama. Um, and, th- and those are your teams then? Those are my six. Like I would, I wouldn't say they're my favorites or like picks to win. They're my teams of interest teams that sure. are like, yeah. So I guess my teams of interest uh i'm i'm going with gonzaga yeah of course because i'm from washington state i'm not catholic but i do feel the perpetual need to promote or root for gonzaga um never been to a gonzaga game i've been to spokane which that's where gonzaga is located so i don't know i couldn't imagine what a national championship would be like in spokane that would be kind of weird um i got michigan because um obviously it's actually a really cool story juan howard is the head coach of michigan basketball he he was on the fab five team the last time actually michigan was a number one seed which uh, this year the last time that happened was when howard was on the fab five team who else was on the team uh chris weber jalen rose it's a really it's if you don't if you aren't familiar with Fab Five if you aren't familiar with like Michigan basketball in the early '90s I implore you to go check it out it's a well, really fascinating yeah. read say, and watch. Howard and Jalen Jalen Rose was a big part of the Pacers for a couple of years and yeah. Chris Webber Sacramento Sacramento not a Hall of Famer but he's 
probably could be or should be. Yeah. Um, borderline. Anyways. Borderline. So uh, Gonzaga, Michigan. Um, I, I went with Alabama too, just because cool. they're actually like Nate Oates is their head coach. He's actually a really solid coach. This team looks to be like a really solid team in terms of just being fundamentally smooth, talent all over the place. I don't know. I mean, they're a really interesting pick to win it all, but I, I don't see it happening. I don't know if the shoe, the, you know, if the slipper fits with Alabama. Um, I have Syracuse as a team okay. to watch. They're an 11th seed. Oh, they're going to upset their sixth seed. So, so the reason I pick I, – I am going back to my 90s Big East roots with the uh, Syracuse Orangemen because they always play this 2-3 zone that just confuses the hell out of teams when it comes to, like, March and, and like, the tournament. Like, it's like teams have never seen the 2-3 zone before – and they struggle against it, even like the, the Duke teams of before. So I got to go Syracuse. Um, I don't know why. I just Syracuse. Um, number four, my fourth team of interest is Texas Tech. Um, okay. I met their, one of their assistant coach, uh, Ulrich uh, Malagi. Uh, I, I, I have to search up what his name is. Um, he was their assistant coach at Texas A&M. He was the assistant coach at Texas A&M when they came to Vancouver two years ago. Uh, oh, I remember that, Van- yeah, for the, like, the little bubble tournament, right? Yeah, for that little yeah, bubble tournament. That, yeah. And that dude was the nicest dude to me. Like, he sat and chatted with me. He talked to me. We talked about life. He offered to give me coffee. Um, wow. It was, like, one of the coolest Good experiences. Guy. He did everything short awesome. of giving me a scholarship to Texas A&M. Gave me his card. I have his Texas A&M um, card somewhere around here gotta get um, some merch some a m merch dude well now it's texas tech now i have to go root for texas tech oh, because he's okay. assisted to texas tech gotcha. um so i got the red raiders also uh patrick mahomes alma mater texas tech, tech that, yeah. I, that i that i'm throwing out there um another team i i'm interested in is arkansas Kid, the razorbacks razorbacks um bill clinton's home state Arkansas, the, 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 the <laughs> Arkansas back in the day in like the nineties, I can't remember what their coaches, they had a, a, another good, I want to say it was like a 30 for 30 doc, but it might not have been 30 for 30. It might've been one of their smaller documentaries ESPN did where they talked about in the nineties, how they played like the full press for 48 minutes, like nonstop on your ass all the time and yeah. how, how it made them react as a team and, and as a group. Really cool story. Uh, I don't know why. So you historic. have to have a really deep bench for that, man. That'd be a oh, hard I know. Thing. Imagine being a player that you're playing full court press all game long. Like just oh, brutal. yeah. So I got Arkansas as just a team to watch. Um, and then, uh, is that my six? Yeah. What do I uh, one you have more. One, you have one, one more. more. Sorry, one more. Sorry, I, I can't count. I leave that to Scott. Uh, my one, one more team I have of interest is Baylor. Okay, so a bunch of bunch of number one seeds you have. I have like I have three number one seeds, uh, one number two seed, one number six seed, and one number eleven seed. Just teams to watch, teams that are interesting to yeah. me. Um, I like it. Really excited. I I'm just so jittery because the, the, there's so many fun teams, and Baylor is a low key threat uh, to to win it all, even mm-hmm. though they're a one seed. 
they're you know they're like slept on as a one seed yeah i would say michigan gonzaga and so right now i'm just looking at the bodog odds for 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 winning it all gonzaga has the best odds at plus 215 bidding wow that's low which which is very generous Uh, illinois is at plus 400 that's what it is baylor at plus 700 michigan at 10 to 1 okay Alabama at 22 to 1. Okay. Arkansas at 60 to 1. Arkansas. There's 60 to 1? 60 to 1, Arkansas to win it all. Wow. Anyway. What are the lowest odds? Lowest odds. So we're going way down here. Um, Texas Southern at 750 to 1. Uh, same with Norfolk State, Mount St. Mary's, and App State. Oh, your boys, App State. My app, my boys, App State are in it. Um, I want <laughs> to. Sh- I want yeah. to. Sh- I want. Well, here's the thing. I didn't want to get too stoked on App State. Like, obviously, I'm rooting for them to beat Norfolk State. But essentially, they play their first round game, and then they get to meet up with Gonzaga. Yeah. They're, so they're they're playing to face the juggernaut. Basically. Pretty much, yeah. That's essentially what you're doing. You're essentially playing to face the a number one seed in the country. Um, players of interest for you? Is there any college guys that you're? To be honest, I like I said, I Luca didn't, Garza. Luca Garza was the guy. Uh, he's a center for Iowa. Twenty four nine and two. That kind of blew my for a college. That's like nuts. That's ridiculous. So um, you'll, you'll be on Iowa. They're two seed. They're in the West, I believe. Uh, yeah, they're they're going to be matching up potentially with your Oregon Ducks. Well, they're probably going to beat the Oregon Ducks, unfortunately. But oh, don't again, don't don't sell it hope now. I'm not going to. They, I said they probably will. I don't don't think they will, but they they there's a pretty good chance that I was going to beat them. But and then Luca Garza will have a lot to do with that. So um, he's big, big center, big presence in the post. Um, again, put up 24 points, nine rebounds, two assists through the year. Um, he'll be a threat. That's for sure. Uh, I'm going to say Kate Cunningham of Oklahoma state where everybody just seems to be talking about him. Right. Apparently. I mean, I think dude's good, but I don't know. I don't know if he's NBA ready. So Kate Cunningham out of Oklahoma state. Um, do you want to say who your national championship is? Who, who, who's going to be playing in it or who do you think is going to win? Or do you want to save that for later? I'll save it for later. I'll save it for my bracket. We'll, uh, I haven't I haven't done enough research to properly make my picks yet, so it's well, still. You know, well, you don't need to. Here's, that's the thing about March Madness. You literally just got to fill out a piece of paper, and you're an expert. That's all it is. I, I haven't done it quite yet, but I would I would say preliminary picks, um, Michigan versus um, oh my gosh, um, Michigan versus Illinois. In the final. Ooh, that would be really fun. A nice Big Ten matchup. Yeah, and I have Michigan winning it. Ooh. That would be that would be my like preliminary picks right now. That would be one of like the best, I, I think like best outcomes for, for like March Madness would be I think either like Michigan or Gonzaga winning. Yeah. I, I feel like they, they would like that would be like so you think whoever of the one seeds comes out of that side of the bracket is gonna win the NCAA championship do you want me to say who i have winning it i guess love, yeah all right so 
my final four, I have Gonzaga playing Michigan, okay. and I have Baylor playing Illinois. I have so all, 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 all the one seeds. <laughs> you know that's not going to happen, right? It might. Um, it might doubt it. I highly doubt it. Um. Anyways, okay. I, you have four, four one seeds. I have Gonzaga playing Illinois in the final, and I have Gonzaga winning it all. Cool. Um. My. Do you want to hear what my uh, my best upset is or my biggest upset is? Yeah, bring it. Why don't you be a fifteen seed against a two? It is. I have Grand Canyon beating Iowa in the first round <laughs> matchup. I've heard about Grand Canyon. Actually, people are saying they're like the best, like low, low seed to upset someone. Like they they're actually they're, the, the Grand Canyon story is actually really cool because they used to be like a, a, a private school, and now okay. they've gone and they like basically built their school on private money, and now they're becoming a fun a public school, a publicly funded school. Um, and all the renovations they did like to their arena and trying to, you know, trying to recruit players and upgrade facilities. Yeah. It's a really cool story. Um, yeah. and they're based in Arizona, right? Uh, I think they're based in Phoenix. They're not based in like Flagstaff or anything. Uh, by the way, Grand Canyon, uh, their name is also the Antelopes. And I, I cool. can't, I can't hate on a team whose name is the Antelopes. Uh, yeah, they play in Phoenix. They also have like one of the uh, one of the most like hype environments. I'm sure you've seen like Grand Canyon student section. It's actually pretty lit in normal times. Is it? Yeah. I didn't, but I'll have to go watch a video later. Um, go, go watch them. Go, go, people, viewers listening, go check out Grand Canyon. Go Antelopes. Go Mountaineers. App State. We are App State. Uh, go Gonzaga. <laughs> go Michigan. I don't know any chance of Gonzaga. Um, Go blue for Michigan. Just roll, go March Madness. Roll tie. Go sports. Go sports. Go, go sports. Uh, any other March Madness or any other basketball? Uh, Bring it on. Fucking right. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm not going to watch much, but I'll try to watch what I can. And I always remember this time, like in high school, like this was spring break. So, like, yes. we had nothing. We didn't have school. We could watch basketball all day if we wanted to. We didn't have the responsibility. I remember yeah. one year, I think I had a party at my house for like one spring break, or maybe it was the Friday of a spring break. And I feel oh, like we were, uh, and we were watching like a March Madness game, but no one else was it. Like there was only like a few of us that were actually interested. We were in my basement because yeah. obviously March Madness isn't as big up here as it is down in the States. And I think it was the Northern Iowa, Texas game. And I think it was Northern Iowa who hit the game winner and I'm like my brother and I are like stunned, like holy shit, half quarter from Northern Iowa to win, and everybody's just like, "What happened?" It's yeah, like, you like, don't understand. You don't what is, get. What is basketball? <laughs> what is sports? Um, Anyways, do you anything else you want to talk about, or should we move on to uh, to our games? Let's, let's do our favorite game segment of every week. Um, let's do good, bad, or insert adjective here. It's not sponsored yet, but if you're looking to sponsor anything of the Speak Your Peace podcast. That would be um, like the, the part to do. Yeah. You, you should sponsor uh, insert good, good, bad, or insert adjective here. Uh, or the mailbag. Get, you can, we can get the mailbag sponsor too. That'd be dope. I should contact UPS and see if they want to sponsor the mailbag. That would actually be a really cool segment. Why not like FedEx or Purelayer? What's wrong with them? I mean, I just wanted to support the Postal Service, but. Oh, like the USPS? Yeah, USPS. Is that I what I said? I thought you said UPS. I was like, oh, maybe oh. I did. Um, Anyways just sponsor us um 
Cool. Scott, do you have your uh, three good, bad, or insert adjective here? I do. I do actually. Um, All right, you go first I, then. So, first one. Um, so the Ducks wore the reverse retros. I yeah. think they're sick. I don't care your thoughts on it because they're sick, anyways. Um, I want to hear your thoughts <laughs> on, on the Dallas Stars reverse retros. What are your thoughts? Uh, you know, they're not great. They're they they're not. I mean, it was a big eat. If you had to take a bite of that jersey, what what would you rate it? Probably like a star and a half. I don't. Think, oh. Yeah. I mean, wow. that the I I think so. When they did the reverse retro release, right? I think they even had the consensus, but like a lot of the teams we were low on included the Red Wings, the Maple Leafs, the Stars, the Islanders, the, Islanders, the Jets. Yep. I think. As a as a jersey as a uniform combination, I'll say the entire uniform combination. Yep. That uniform combination is worse than the Leafs. Okay. It's worse than the Islanders. Reverse. I agree with that too. Yep. But it's still not as bad as the Red Wings or the Jets. Yeah. Okay. So it's in the, so it's in the it's in the it's bottom it, like five. I the, was yeah, but it's a bottom five reverse retro. I would okay. say bottom three. Reverse okay. retro. Cool. It's really disappointing because there were a lot of teams that absolutely killed it and knocked it out of the park with the reverse retro. Oh, and and for like sure. and like the teams who butchered the reverse retros really butchered them. Like yeah, really so fucked up. What's your adjective for Dallas's uh reverse retros? Uh, fugly. Is that an adjective? Can I say? Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll count it. Take it. Uh, I'd say they're fugly. Fugly. Cool. Okay. Um, my next next um. Good, bad, insert adjective here. Yes. Connor Bedard. Uh, is Regina cool. Pat playing in the WHL? We, I'm surprised you didn't mention him earlier. I'm happy you didn't because he's come up here. Um, Connor Bedard is the one of the, if not the first, exceptional status rookie in the WHL. Yes. One, one I, think, I think he's either the first or one of the first. Um, plays for the Regina Pats. Um, he has, I think, in two games, he got three goals and two assists. Insane. Insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah, that's my adjective to describe uh, Connor Bedard. That dude he, is insane. He will be, I am calling it right now, he will be the top pick in the 2023 draft. Ooh, that's a good call. He will be. That's not even a hot take. That's just a fact, honestly. I, I, yeah, no, I don't think that's a... Yeah. Shane Wright next, think, and then Bedard the year after. Yeah, no, I don't hate that. I mean, fucking, that dude has had a, a, a fucking tremendous opening start to a WHL career one of the best I can remember in a long time he's electric and based in Vancouver North Van yeah North or West Van I think he's actually West Van he played West Van Academy West Van Academy I think maybe from anyways he's from he's from nearby he's from near home so um what's your adjective really good insane insane that that dude is insane I like it yeah he he is Uh, and I, I can't think of a better word to describe him. Cool. Um, I've got my third one here. Um, yes. Okay. Connor Bedard is obviously insane. Um, so, as you mentioned, off the top, the SYP uh, bracket challenge, the winner will get white claws. Yes. Tell me your thoughts on the watermelon and raspberry white claws. Have you tried them? No. What do you th- what I do don't. You th- I, what do you think they taste like then? What are your thoughts? They, those, the, Okay, white claws. I know you shouldn't. You should never generalize things in life. You, you, that's just lazy, sure. and that's just, and that's just bad. Okay, I am generalizing white claws and saying they all taste like carbonated water. 
that's what they taste like. Is there is there one that's better than the uh, than most? I like, don't know or, any flavors. I honestly like. I think mango might be a flavor. Yep, mango's one. Is mango lime, um, is like ruby grapefruit, black cherry, watermelon, and raspberry. Those are your six. Yeah, you see, I I would of all of those flavors, raspberry sounds like the best. But I've maybe had three white claws my entire life if that okay. and i couldn't re- i couldn't re- remember or tell you what flavors they were but all white claws taste like carbonated water okay that's so your adjective for white um adjective for white claws flat <laughs> dull <laughs> drab plain plain oh hey one man's opinion. Fair enough. Yeah. And, and again, you're asking the wrong person about White Claws. Like, like, I'm not the guy who should be answering questions on White Claws. So who is the guy then that should be answering those questions? Uh, Keith and his affection for girly drinks. There you go. You like, heard Smirnoff, it I, like Smirnoff Ice. Smirnoff Ice is hard, it's hard to chug, though. That's, like, that's a drink you chug on your birthday. I don't even like. Ch- I, I, I just drink. I socially drink just to enjoy it. I'm not drinking to chug. Like if you're, hey. if you're chugging white claws, you, you, yeah. Again, you shouldn't be generalizing, but I mean, <laughs> just enjoy the alcohol. Just enjoy being around your friends. You don't need to chug all the time. Just sit down and have a nice conversation. And that's how old I am and boomerish I am. It's just wanting to sit down and have a conversation with people, not trying to chug or shotgun anything. There you go. Hey, fair enough. Um, do you have some questions for me? I have three good, bad, or insert adjective here for you. And I'll Love start it. with your guy, uh, Justin Thomas, who did not say anything uh, horrible this weekend. Uh, he actually won a golf tournament. He did win a golf tournament. Um, so here's the thing with JT. He's, he's a certified beauty. If you ever listen to his – okay, obviously the thing he said – that wasn't good. That is not a good look on him, but that's not who he is as a person. And I firmly believe that. Um, it's still not good what he said. Whatever. His other mic'd up moments are hilarious. Um, his, um, the, he won this weekend. He won the players. Super cool. That's the, when the Island Green and the 18th Green, even though that's wraps around the lake kind of thing, not like yeah. Bay Hill. Anyways, that's, that's the course. Um, super nice course. Um, his dad passed away recently. I'm oh, sorry, his grandpa, who was very close mm-hmm. to him. His grandpa passed away recently, very close to him, very like influential in his golf career. Um, this is the first one he didn't see, of, like of his victories that he didn't see. So he was obviously emotional. And the guy's a beauty. Um, good for JT. Obviously, like, like I said off the top, like what he said wasn't good. It's inexcusable, obviously. He's still a great player, um, still a good golfer, and he won this weekend, so good for JT. He's a beauty. Uh, University of Alabama alumni. Yes, uh, Justin Thomas. Yeah. Well tied. Um, <laughs> the next good, bad, or instant adjective here I have for you is the spring weather, because the last two days, at least here in Vancouver, yeah. it's been gorgeous. It's been be- a little cool, but it's been wonderful. It feels like spring. It's very nice here. How's your spring weather up in the Okanagan? Man, honestly, I'm like, I couldn't be happier. I'm on my bike again. People that know me, I'm, I like to ride my bike and I go for like 25, 30 kilometer bike rides when I go. 
It's a good rip. I, the sunshine's been spectacular. Um, it's gorgeous here too. We're st- I was studying on the deck a couple days ago. Um, yeah, we're living the dream. It's beautiful and sunny here. Playing golf this week, so I'm super excited about that. And oh, you're golfing this week? I am. Yeah, getting back on the course. Yeah, getting. I'm gonna shake off some rust and get ready for the possible SYP golf tournament. Happening. The SYP Open. That yeah, be happening. To be uh, determined. Yeah, TBD still on that. Um, finally, yep. I'm going to ask you about your Bayern Munich football club. They play again Wednesday, um, so they'll play today when when the podcast comes out. Yep. Um, where was it? Lazio. They're playing Lazio uh, in in uh, round of sixteen. Uh, they got a four one aggregate against Lazio. Do you, do you think they're going to win uh, against Lazio? Come on, is that, is that a question? Like, of course they are. They're they're a world class football club. Um, obviously, they won everything last year. They won Bundesliga, Super Cup. They won Champions League last year as well. Um, they're my boys. Bayern's an unreal team, and that Davies guy is one hell of a player. Another BC boy too. Um, good, really good guy. Um, they're just their their depth is unreal. They lost Felipe Coutinho. Um, they lost him back to Barcelona. He was on loan from Barca for the year, which helped them. Obviously, he's a great piece, good, solid player. Um, but, man, that Bayern just so – their depth is unbelievable. And their bench guys are, like, notable names, which is impressive. And, again, I'm not a huge soccer guy. I'm not, like, a major expert. But my boys are good, and they're they're an elite team, no doubt about it. So, um, Barca – or, sorry, not Barca. Bayern's going to win – and they're unreal. They're sixteen. Are you gonna call your shot and say that they win the Champions League altogether outright? Well, okay, that's like I'm gonna say that every year. Of course, they're gonna win every year, but I don't. I don't know. There's, there's some. It's really wide good, open this year. PSG, it is wide open this year, and PSG is looking quite good, especially if Mbappe and Neymar play like they should. Yeah. Um, and they score a fuck ton of goals. Then and PSG can actually get their shit together. Exactly. Somebody, yeah. Somebody, exactly. Somebody had so to say it. It's <laughs> again, it's so like last year it was pretty obvious who was gonna be as pretty obvious as it was gonna be Byron, and sure enough it was. Um this year, I don't know. It's so it's so up in the air, like you said. So good luck to your Bayern Munich squad tomorrow against Lazio. Yeah. Um mailbag. No Let's do it. All right, you got the questions. Um I do, I do have the questions, and we have a viewers, good job. We have seven questions. I think that's a record. Good freaking job. Uh, which one do you want to start with? Um, let's let's go in um, let's go in order. Okay. Man, there's a lot of questions here. Um, so Ravisher, hold on, I gotta figure out some of these. Some of these questions were like for one like for your post like a couple of days ago, and some of them are like for this it's hard to keep track of which is which but um ravisher asks favorite canuck and then you you answered hughes well, um, no 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 the uh, the actual like go to the actual story and then like okay. swipe up on a sticker and check the sticker there we go. I'm, not, I'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not answering why tyler mott is more skilled than any red wings player again because <laughs> If Rab asks another one of those stupid questions, I will end him. I will find him in Victoria, and I will end him. Just, hey, dude, take it to box fights in Fortnite. Come on. 
So you know, yeah. I will, I will take it with it. I, that's uh, that's personal. I'm not gonna, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not a 12 year old, and I'm not gonna deal with my issues on Fortnite. I'm gonna deal with them mono a mono, man to man. Hey, fair enough. Okay, so yes. first question comes from uh, at K5 and our boy Kevin Reynolds, speaker piece creator, gang part of the brand. He asks, and this this is all for to all of our HK312 fans. Uh, you're gonna love this. Kevin asks, how do you do a linear regression? And we're asking Ian this. So, so how you do a linear linear regression um, is quite simple. And listeners, viewers, uh, let me provide some context here. Uh, I have not taken a science class in probably about five years. <laughs> Since grade 10, I haven't taken a science class. And just to also clarify, the last science class, the last two science classes I took in grade 11 and grade 12 was Chem 11 and Geology 12. So I am an expert on all things science. And a linear regression is like the downhill like model you make. You make it like a slope. It's like um, going downhill and you have like all these like scatter plot things. And okay. then isn't like the, the linear regression is like the middle of that or something? Like when yeah, you're, you're close. Like you're when close. you're going like it's like, on an X Y axis. Sure. And and then the um. Well, I guess that would it act, wait no would it actually be from like uh like bottom left to top right because I guess all graphs should start there. But the I mean, slope the slope depending on the the variables and the data that you have it can be either a down down slope or, it just depends on the graph right. It's okay. very um you were close actually. Oh. Okay. So it is with a scatter plot. You have a line of best fit which is like a line that like as closely as possible resemble all the points because it's not going to always be linear right sure so, yeah that makes anyways, sense anyways um so, so why that, is he asking this and am i am i helpful in any way probably because we have a bit of a tricky lab assignment which um plus on top of three other lectures from the one class alone and the lectures are an hour long each so yeah we have a lot of work this week from so, that one class and so it's not a pleasant what, class so you have so you have three lectures from one class. So one class isn't a lecture. That's correct. Yeah. That's, so that's, yeah. that's stupid. Yeah, it's, it's it's a dumb class. Anyways, not 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 important. Um, Kevin asked how we do linear regression. If Kevin wants to know, he can come up to my place. He lives two floors below me. Um, he can come find me and ask about how to do it. And uh, does he ha does he have to like say a magic word or do anything to get your help or he can he, just come he, up? He knows the code to my place. He can get in. It's not a big deal. And um, the, co the code to Scott's place is uh, six zero two six. By the way, in case anybody wants to come in, six zero two six to go into Scott's place. Moving on. Um, so <laughs> Kev Kevin's brother Keith asks a more relevant question. A question that Ian will probably be able to answer. Um, March Madness teams most likely to get an upset win. Maybe give us three. Give us um, three. I I had uh, uh, Grand Canyon. I actually do think they could upset, but um, unlikely. Uh, I have one team, but I'm, I, I won't spoil that team. You know, I'm going to go with Oregon State. I'll go with okay. Oregon State to beat Tennessee. I think there's an upset there. The shitty, there the shitty, shitty Oregon. Okay, got it. Cool. Shitty Oregon, the Civil yep. War. Um, they yep. Just context, Oregon State was predicted to finish 12th in the Pac-12 at the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. And they won the Pac-12 tournament outright, and that's how they got their bid. Wow. 
So what are they going in as? What seed? They are going in as a 12th seed. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, 17, 17 and 12 record. So I have Oregon State, Syracuse. I'm going to okay. say Syracuse because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm riding with Syracuse. Uh, yeah. Syracuse is a ride or die. And you said uh, Grand Canyon as well. I say Grand Canyon, but if I to give you another team that isn't Grand Canyon because we talked about them earlier. Yeah. Uh, shout out my boys, Eastern Washington against uh, Kansas. I have no idea. where is Eastern Washington in Cheney? Yeah, Cheney. Uh, cool. Eastern Washington, the Eagles, I believe they are. Um, they will be Kansas. So Syracuse, Eastern Washington, and um, the other team I mentioned, Oregon State. I got, I go. got some I got some local teams there. there uh, what's the next mailbag question? Next question. So Fuji is our, our friend, our good friend, good friend of the pod. Uh, we played ball with him in the summer. Alex Fujimagari, we all know him as Fuji. He is born in the house in the house board. He's asking what, what oh, are nice. the shows. He's asking what the best shows to watch, and he's he says he's quote bored at home. So, do you you go for if you got shows you like to watch, you go first because I have a, a kind of a couple. I have two or three. Sure. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine is like goat comedy show. Without a doubt, it's top class right there. Um, it's my favorite show. It's like a show I watch when I'm like, hey, what are what else? There's nothing else to watch. I've seen it like twice already. So I'm like, you know what, screw it. Let's just watch an episode when I think it's funny. And yeah. Um, Brooklyn Nine is good. Um, I know Fuji's a Riverdale guy, so I, I say Riverdale. Um, get caught up with it. It's a good show. Um, based in Vancouver filming. Um, good show. And then, oh, I don't know. Um Man, there's so many, so many good shows out at this point. Um, so the one hundred is a good show. If you haven't seen that, uh, I've been told the one hundred's good. I couldn't get into it, but I, I, a few people I know like the one hundred. I'm, I'm just still different. Um, so, anyway. so TV shows. I have, I have three, maybe four. So, um, a bunch of people context. A bunch of people on Saturday were asking me if we're going to do uh, Instagram Live on Saturday night, um, and I said no, we're not going to. And then one person texted us, like DM'd us at like quarter to ten at night if we're going to do an IG Live, and I said no, I'm watching World War Two in color, and World War Two in color is such a good show, and it's better than. I mean, it, this actually happened, people. This is history. This is drama history uh you know real political real power, life real it's life real life real 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 events yeah so world war ii in color highly suggest yeah. um okay. f1 drive to survive oh my gosh no 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 this is good this is a really <laughs> good show it's really fun they already have two seasons out the third one is coming out on friday highly recommend that that's that's a really great way to get into F1. Like if you like F1 is a really easy sport. If you follow like drive to survive, if you pay attention to drive survive and you watch that, it's really easy. I think there's better ways to get into F1. No, that's a really game. That's, that's the way to do it. And then you'll get into F1. The video game is comp. No, here's the thing. Video game is a bit complicated for amateurs. You have to really play it a lot to get to know it. That's not everything though. No, but Drive to Survive, you could just watch it for like 12 hours and you already know who hates who and what teams act- are actual garbage. But Drive to Survive. And then I'll say the third show, at least w- one show that I really enjoy is Big Mouth. Uh, Nick Roll. Oh, yeah. Don Delaney. Yeah. Yeah. It's 
really funny. Highly enjoy it. This last season was, I don't think it's, it was still good. Um, but it, I don't think it was as good as their other ones, but still good. Uh, the, the, the peak of, I think it was season three or season four. And the peak of the show, the, the best part of it was, uh, so they are in suburban New York and they're going into Manhattan to right. go to the 9-11 um, memorial. Ground Zero. Ground Zero. Ground Zero. And basically, uh, at the beginning of the at the beginning of the episode, the teacher's just like, "Okay, guys, I need you to take this seriously. This is an important day, so no gummy arms." And then you just see all the kids like with gummy arms, just like waving their arms back and forth. <laughs> like these are all elementary school kids, and it's totally something that I would have done. It's just like, what about yeah. gummy? And, it, and then one kid's like, "What about gummy chest hair?" And he opens his shirt. It's just gummy <laughs> out of the shirt. Great moment. It's- it's always like when a teacher says don't do something, they're obviously going to do it. Like, they, yes. When you're eight, nine years old, you're just going to, it just happens. You're just going to do it. So um, to, to recap, I would say um, F1 yeah. Drive to Survive, World War II yeah. in Color, and Big Mouth. Those are my go-to shows. Uh, and in case you couldn't tell, uh, I am uh, 46 years old uh, with a mortgage. And that's why I, I like all the, F, you know, the F1. He, and the he is a hardcore boomer. We, we, I am very much a boomer. Like if you haven't yeah. already figured out, like no, Scott no, no. Is, the reason Scott's on the podcast is to give it some sort of youthfulness and some sort of like youth injection where Ian's just like, I mean, I'm a full year younger than you. Like, yeah, no, that's true. That's right? that's very true. So there's um, a bit of youth, youth that way. So bit of youth um, that way. Mail, more mailbag questions. More. Yeah. We've got, um, our our guy Jevin, go check it out. We do this every pod. Uh, he's just he's he's a contributor. Um, so if Jevin's he, asking if about, he's trying to be a creator, we could get him something worked out. I mean. No, 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 no. He's got his own podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll Should, go him. go no go. Actually, go check out Jevin's pod. Jevin actually does a really good podcast. Highly recommend it. Good guy. He's asking about Thatcher Demko. He asked if he should deserve some Vesna discussion and conversation, and will he make the U.S. Olympic team? Uh, so to answer the first question, he deserves some discussion, but he shouldn't get the award. I'm the same with you. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, Flurry is way more deserving than Demko is of the Vesna at this point. Vasilevsky, uh, Jonathan Bernier, like clearly. <laughs> There's at least five better goalies than Thatcher Demko. Yes. Without a doubt, that deserves Vesna recognition. He's not a bad goalie. If the Canucks were in the playoffs and it was a lot, a lot of it had to do with Demko, different story. I think Demko is actually a really good goalie, and I think he deserves to be the starter from day one. Um, I just don't think he's Vesna worthy right now. Yeah. Um, the U.S. Co- the U.S. Olympic conversation is really good. Co- I want to have the Olympic conversation again with you at some point here. Yeah. Um, that's a pod. That's a that's a big pod. Later. Yeah, I know that that that'll take like we'll probably talk for like two hours then. Um, mm-hmm. The, I mean, it's obviously between Hellebuck and Gibson. Gibson's the one. Come on. Well, on a team like that, for the, for the one two, for the one okay. two, it's yep. Ella Buck Gibson. For sure. And for sure. any order, and you're and you're doing fine. Like, yep. you're doing good. Yep. True. Third option, I'd say it's a wild card. Like the third yeah, option could be just wild. about, just about anybody. Just about anybody. Yeah, I was gonna say you can almost throw Jack Hamill in there when he's healthy. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I can't really argue with that, and. and I mean, probably Demko is the third goalie right now. Yeah. It, 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 it would take a miracle for 
anybody to overtake Gibson and Hellebuck for like one, two on the U S. Oh, team, it I won't think. happen for at least five to 10 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I got I I'll say Demko is the third goalie for team USA, but that that's a, that's a wild card. That's Anything a big, happen. it's, it's going to be a situation where someone's going to play their way on the team next year before yeah. they live. And that's how it's going to happen for sure. No, probably. I, um, so Jevin said yes to both. So I guess we both agreed with him in a sense. I think he think, I think, yeah, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next question from Jevin. He also has, um, a, another, another question from him. Um, sure. what will it take for Ian to buy a Derek Forbert reserve re- re- reverse retro Jersey from the jets? Oh, <laughs> how, you know, what was funny? Cause Derek Forbert, he got in some sh- shit the other day, wasn't it? Was uh, hitting a Canuck or did he hit, he hit Hoglander, didn't he? And he got into it. He tried to get to a fight with Hoglander. Wasn't it? I think, ago? yeah, that sounds right. He like stood him up right in front of the bench and Hoglander wasn't happy. Yeah. Something like that. But did, did have a, did have a, yeah. Anyways. I don't know what the incident is, but I know there's beef between the two of them. And I know everybody's like, who the hell is Derek Forbert? And then me, an intellectual, I won a Stanley Cup with him with the Anaheim Ducks in my GM mode uh, in NHL 19. Yeah, as your third pairing defenseman? Uh, he's a seventh D man. Um, yeah, there you go. He's not even <laughs> on the team, dude. <laughs> so, so I know who Forward is. I wouldn't buy his jersey at all. Uh, I wouldn't buy his reverse retro. But what would it take for me to buy his reverse retro? Um, you have to lose that. You'd have to lose like a big bet. I'd have to lose a big bet. You'd have to pay me to probably buy that jersey. Like compensate half of it. Yeah. Uh, you no, you no, you. Somebody would have to pay me like three hundred to five hundred dollars. Um, like, here's the thing. The only, I mean, I the two guys on the Jets I would have bought jerseys for were Hellebuck and Line, and Line's gone. Right. So I would only wear. Like, oh man, Morrissey's nasty though. Morrissey. I don't know. I'd have Morrissey Bueller, Stifley. I'd even Neil Pionk. Pionk? Yeah, I was in Pionk too. But I would, I no, here's the, I would maybe get like a Hellebuck. Um, if I had to get a Jets jersey, it would be a Hellebuck uh, Heritage Classic. That the, the Heritage dark, Classic jerseys are dope, actually. The, I will either, say. The, either they're either they're like dark blue or old, like an old time Jets jersey. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So that's what I that um that's what I would get if I would get in a jet jersey to get a forward reverse retro you'd probably have to pay me five hundred to a thousand dollars uh to take it off your hands. There you go. Jevin's got a couple five hundred dollars for that. Yeah. Um last question from Marcus Hernandez. Um yes. He says UCSB, which I'm assuming is University of California, Santa Barbara. Hell is to the yeah. Deep, is going is going deep and going to get into the Sweet 16. What are your thoughts? I have them upsetting uh, Creighton. I have them winning their first round matchup, but then I have them losing to Virginia. So I don't have them getting to the Sweet 16, but I have them getting to the second round. So Virginia, Virginia's absolute clamps on defense. Like Virginia, like yeah, all same clamps. I'm trying to think of like the actual comp for Virginia and like their defensive talent and just it, I, I it's so yeah. good virginia um so I, i'll say second round not sweet 16 but second round so they'll win their first round they'll upset someone they'll upset creighton cool i like it that's uh, that's a, that's no like people that's a good job send more questions that's uh, we love we love to see the increase that's 
That's what we like to see. Send more questions. Um, yep. Participate in the SYP March Madness Bracket Challenge. Send us your bracket. Oh. Follow SYP College or share in your story. Do both. Do whatever. Just make sure to send us your bracket. Winner gets white claws. Um, I, follow us on social, of course. Follow us on Instagram, uh, at SpeakURPs. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes. Um, hoodies. We're still doing hoodies. Hoodies are coming. Uh, we're still working on events. We Soon, maybe in about a month from now, I might be able to share our schedule for the spring, yep. summer. In about a month from now. Hoodies and the be- thing is so variable, too. It's so hard to see what's going to happen. Like, vaccine yeah. is going quite well. But again, it's still up in the air. We're not vaccinated yet. A lot of our friends aren't. It's just, it's everything's up in the air and variable depending on health orders. Well, and that's why we should probably do the Olympics in Texas because everything's opening up there, right? And everything's should, already opened up. Yeah. Like, so, so here in Texas, much, uh, the Rangers are having full stadium for their opening day. Yep. That's correct. Which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, so we might have to do the Olympics in Texas. Uh, but, anyways, um, yeah, follow us on Instagram at speakurpeace. Uh, check out the website. I talked about England rugby, rugby this weekend and their win over uh, France. They beat France at home. Really good game. Check out the website, Speak Your Peace, the actual proper way to say speakyourpeace.ca. Um, subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes. Scott, final thoughts, final takeaways before we go here. That was a good pod. That was actually a very good pod. Um, go have, have fun with March Madness. I know you've been looking forward to it for 24 months. Let's have some fun with it. It's a big event coming up. Biggest event probably since the Super Bowl, really. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, so go enjoy it. Go Michigan. Go Oregon. Um, so, sorry. Um, yeah, go Gonzaga. Uh, go Grand Canyon University. App State. Michigan. I got a bunch of teams I'm rooting for. Um, yeah. Go sports. Wow. Go sports. Sports are back. Sports, sports are back are back that's you hear it you heard it here first folks sports i'm calling it right now sports are <laughs> that's the podcast uh thank you very much for watching uh as ron howard says please tell your friends and we'll be back um next week yeah question mark question um, mark have like two or like we have maybe one or two more pods and then i'm going on break for like six weeks I'm going on break. Uh, it's a good thing you mentioned it before we go. Uh, I'm going on break um, March 30th, I think. March 30th is my uh, time. We're gonna go, we're gonna go off on March 30th. I'm taking at least two weeks off, uh, and then Scott's taking six weeks off. Uh, Scott, what are you what are you doing for those six weeks? Are you traveling? Are you going to Europe? What do you, what are your plans for six weeks? What are my plans? Um, my plans. I'm gonna get um like slaughtered by school no i'm just kidding um i just have a lot of schoolwork and i want to get out enjoy the weather in between doing school and stuff and just again it's a bit of a lol lolish in sports so we can kind of afford to do it and just to really base things really focus on school and get through the semester it's the online school obviously has for anyone has not been easy um and i'm no exception to that it hasn't been exactly the easiest thing for me so I'm just gonna make sure i get it done get it sorted and um finish with good marks hopefully so yeah i love to hear that thank you very much for listening hope you enjoyed the podcast please tell your friends we'll be back again next week peace out